1: Hello, everyone. Yes, yes, it's me again, big old Papa Noel in full effect. And welcome to day seven of the Ho 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 Homesdale Radio Advent bon Calendar. Now, today's special guest is most definitely a bright personality who definitely knows his wrong from his right. And, despite it being Thursday today, he would much rather associate himself with Wednesday. Trust me, he's a real hoot. Hoot, you know, owl's hoot, get it? But if you still can't work out who it is, I'm going to have to mark you down as some sort of f***ing moron. Let's find out who it is. And behind
3: the door today, we have Mr. Mark Bright. Hello, Brighty. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good? Merry
4: Christmas, everybody.
3: Yay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, How's it you, going? Oh, it's, it's, well, it's good, you know? It's good. Things, things are on the up, aren't they? You know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hopefully by the time it comes, it will be.
3: Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, I'm sure by the time this goes out, we'll uh, be marching up the league. And it's good of you to uh, to wear some tinsel behind that door as well. Thanks for doing that. Much appreciate.
4: Yeah, got the four months on. You have got the shirt on. Got the, the sweater. Got the got the old. Um, I've got the uh, I've got the shoes and that. I've got everything. I'm really Christmas up.
0: You had anyone
3: over the top with the mistletoe of your head mark? You? <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> Just in case, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I think let's let's start with uh, the sort of non-Christmasy stuff, really. So, at the time of recording, uh, Palace of well, we had listen, we've had you know, no no two ways about it. Had a really tough start to the season, but uh, managerial change turned things around a little bit. Uh, you know, four four points uh, recently at home, beating Chelsea and obviously drawing to to West Ham. But most importantly, some really good performances. Uh, how's how's the mood at the club? The mood's, the mood's good. I mean, obviously, most people can see,
4: even on the highlights, that, you know, there's there's good shape there, there's good spirit, um, and I think got some good play. I mean, we do not play like a team who are sitting bottom of the Premier League. Um, players, ex-players, uh, former players, are usually quite honest with each other. You get texts coming in saying, how did you lose that? Um, keep it going, you'll be okay But you know, it's all that sort of thing but I have to say that um, I think Roy, the manager of the gaffer is just getting um, a little bit tired where people say you'll be alright and you're really unlucky, he doesn't want to be really unlucky <laughs> he wants to be lucky and um, you know, obviously Joe Hart had an amazing game and um, and, and nigger first spears had an amazing game, two goalkeepers man of the match and you know in the, in the two games we played um, kept us at bay obviously um, it's disappointing but the spirits are good um, do the team look organised and do we have shape and, and purpose about us yes we do do we have players who can scare the opposition thinking Christian he'll be back soon Wilfred Andros and as we saw Ruben playing for England as well we, we, he's shown glimpses of what he can do for us and then he, he showed the rest of the nation and probably the world watching what what he's capable of doing. So I think if you you consider everything that, you know, January is coming up and hopefully we'll be strengthening then um, it won't be long before the positive displays and positive play turn into three points, point, three points, three points, three points, another point. So, and we'll climb the table. So um, we don't do not look like a beaten up team. We just don't. And we look like we've got something about us and we've got a strong bench as well. And, it's not easy for the ones on the bench, which is, it never has been and it never will be. But um, the, the great cause is to, to keep the club in the, in the league and 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 play your part when called upon.
3: Absolutely. Oh, we're talking a little bit to uh, to Richard Shaw as well about how difficult it is for young players to break in, and obviously you've got a, a very keen interest in how the, the all the youth teams are doing, really. And I think you, you, were you at a game today? Was it? Yeah. Obviously,
4: this is crew record so we yeah went down there to watch the, the youngsters the 14s and the 11s um, 10s and um, really interesting just watching the coaches work because you know it's, it's a level that I've only worked briefly at because I took the, some of the strikers in the academy when I first started um, patience is required um, encouragement is required enthusiasm's required it's a cold day the parents are all standing on the sidelines shaking um, and they're watching their kids who are hopefully on the pathway to um, a Premier League career, but it's, it's, a, it's a very tough pathway, I think um, recently watching the under-17s win the World Cup England, and obviously having Nai Kirby involved in that yeah. you you, you realise that you know it's the best of the best who are going to make it at all at, at, at level, and you're hoping the others have a career somewhere else, and you have to be very realistic about it, and we all hope that the guys we sign can make it, but not everybody will. And it's the, we call it the pathway. and it's, Nothing's changed since I was young as well. Everyone's hoping that your child goes and plays to the, the youth team, the reserves, and then the first team while it's, you know, under, under 10s, under 11s, under 12s, whatever now. Um, and, it's, you know, they just said to me, do you want to say anything to the boys? And I said, well done to all of you. Well done. You know, your parents are there. They come and bring you out. They transport you back and forth. You know, hoping to give you a chance and you you, with your attitudes and good play and skills will give yourselves a chance of of, of possibly going the journey with us. And who knows, some of you may appear in the first team, but keep working hard, listen to the coaches, practice your skills. You will not wake up tomorrow morning and be better. You'll not wake up the day after and be better. You have to practice. And um, we've got some really talented young players. That's all. I'm sure most uh, Southampton had the same. They had uh, talented players in their teams as well. But looking at the Palace ones, I don't think you could go down and watch that age, those age groups play, and not be excited by what you see. So, like every other team, you're hopeful that these guys can make the journey and uh, have a, a good career. But it would be absolutely incredible if some of those players in the next sort of like seven, eight, nine years could could break through into
3: our team. Absolutely. And I'm hearing some really good things about what Paddy's been doing with the under-18s. They've had a really good run of form and are doing incredibly well in their in their little league there. Um, so it's,
4: it's... Yeah, I think, I think I think they're top of the league. and you know, um, Obviously, Paddy's as we know as a player, we saw what, he's, what a leader he was at the club and what a good influence he was. Fair-minded, tough. Um, you know, he doesn't suffer fools. Um, he has his own, his own style and as you can tell if, if you say the manager's style as a player replicates itself as a as a coach and a manager then you can tell that the boys have to be disciplined they've got to work hard if you don't want to work hard you can come off um, if you want to throw a mood swing you can go in um, this is a tough industry you're in you've chosen a tough industry so you, you, you know we can't treat you with kid gloves all the time yes encouragement and uh, It'll be be given out when when needed, but you you know we we can't turn the clock back because how we probably spoke to the young players then and how we treated them then probably it it wasn't right. But they've all had strong careers out of it, and they've all said it shaped them as young men and young young players. So Richard Shaw, John Walco, Gareth Southgate, Chrissy Coleman, Chrissy Powell—they've all said the same thing when we bumped into them, you know, on on the circuit or you know that being amongst us as young players, because the young players trained with the first team then because the squads were smaller. Um, and how we, <laughs> in, in, in inverted commas, bullied them. That's their <laughs> words, not mine. And we made them just, this is a tough job. If you're going to play in our first team, we've got to know that when you come on the pitch, we can rely on you. So you've got to clear that ball, Paulie. You've got to get your head on it, Southie. You've got to get your foot in there, Richard. You know, so I think you've got to get the crosses in. So we we made demands on people, and, and those demands have stood them in instead, and, and then they've all gone on to manage and everything. So I'm really pleased for, for all the boys who you know uh, are involved in the game at the at the coalface, as Alan Podge used to call it. He said, "I'm not at the coalface; I'm in the office." So um, <laughs> yeah, so, so the young things are doing really well. Got some good players, and they have a chance. That's
3: all we can say. Absolutely right, and yeah, you're right. It's no coincidence that those players who grew up in that environment have all gone on near enough to a man to, to some further career in football where they're, uh, you know, either managing or coaching or something like that, which is great to see. Um, so in, in terms of the Christmas period, which is really what this, this chat's about, um, there any, I mean, obviously as a footballer, we ask this question a lot uh, to, to all the guys really, but as a, as a footballer, Christmas was obviously a very, very busy period. How did you cope with that as a footballer? Um, I
4: think, I, obviously you've got to be professional I mean, if we if were told to go out and run, we went out and ran and, um, you know, if they said, right, you're not going on Christmas Day, but just go out for the in the morning, just do, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour, um, you know, a few sit-ups or whatever, I would do it because I saw it as my job and I saw it as being important. Um, when I came to Palace and we used to look at the fixture list and look at the Christmas period and I said to Righty, you can score three or four goals in a in a short period of time, and it and it can double you t- your tally, or it can take you up into double figures, or it can project it towards you know ten, twelve, fifteen goals. You, these are the games where people get fatigued, injured, people get you know get suspended, and we as a strike, you have an opportunity to score more goals. So I used to say to them, you know just stay focused right to the end of the game, stay on it. Let's stay on it. Let's see if we can even if, if we lose, can we get a consolation? Can we score? At least it adds to our tally if we're losing. So, and, and if, if you score early enough, it might get you back in the game. So, you always used to look at the fixtures. Obviously, you get the when the fixtures come out, the players you go online now. Before, you just to have to wait for the newspaper, and you see who you're opening the season against. You see where you are Boxing Day, so New Year's Day. You know, you see where your local rivalry is. Um, they're the fixtures you look for. So you look at the Christmas period as where are we? We're not Newcastle away, hopefully, or, or <laughs> somewhere like that. You're hoping to be at home so you can have a Christmas day with the family, etc. Yeah. But me, I didn't really care about Christmas. I kind of cared about just playing. just wanted to play wherever we were, but just play, win, try and get, get up the league, try and get promotion, whatever it was. So that's the way I, I, I treated Christmas. As, um, it, it's a job. It's a job. It's a great job. And you've got to be professional about it.
3: Have you, have you got any particular games that stand out to you from that Christmas period, either for a positive or oh, negative reason? Oh, that's a horrible question. You, to, you, well, you, to you, can,
4: no, you can go back, right, to the period where, boy, we have to say mid-80s, and we played Ipswich at home, and I think we won 5-0, 5-1, 5-0, something like that. And then we travelled, I think it was that night, the next day, to Ipswich, and played them again. I think that was the first... Was that New Year's... Like, the last game, and then New Year's Day? It was It was something... It was around the Christmas period where you reverse the fixtures, so I think we just played Ipswich at home and won 5-0, and then played Ipswich away and lost 5-0, something like that. You'd have to look <laughs> at... You'd have to look at the books, and it, it, that happened at Palace. We we batted Ipswich. I'm sure it was Ipswich, and then we actually got battered the next day or the day after. Like, it was a, a one-day sort of, like, swing, and then... Um, I'm sure that that I'm not dreaming that. I'm sure that happened. Uh, Other than that, can't really can't really think Uh, of anything that jumps out. That's
3: incredible. Definitely
4: going to research that one. Yeah, Um, have a have a look
3: at that. All right, uh, Nick, you've got some quick fire questions. Nick P, that is. That's me. Um, Brighty, I'm intrigued. In the Brighty household, who cooks the who cooks the dinner? Who cooks the Christmas
4: dinner? (laughs) Um, when I was married to Missus Bright, the first. Kind of mm, me ish. Um, yeah, I kind of cooked it, but I have to say, for the last two years, I think it's go around to Steve's. Steve gets a chef in and, and gets all the, the trimmings and all that. And so, go down to Steve's; it's just easier.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, follow up, follow up <laughs> question to that: Then is is there a Christmas tradition at all within the Brighty household?
4: Um, no. No, um, I suppose um, that's, that's a lie When I was married, yeah. When I was married, we used to sort of have everybody round. We used to have everybody round, also mainly Michelle's family because um, they're all they're all down here. But sometimes my one of my brothers or si- my brother and my sisters would, would come down, and we'd kind of have it into ours. And just the same, you know, if you've got kids, it's about it's the, the kid, Christmas is for kids, isn't it? It's for all for the kids. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'd kind of go around to to, to to our house there, and everybody would come to the ours. um or i used that we used to do have a party in between christmas and and um, new year, and used to get kind of like the old players come round and that so like i don't know, Andy Ant used to come up shaming morally um a few of the old oh god there was just be loads belows mitchell right he used to come round just for a, you know a, a, a gig at my um bring the missus and all that and the kids and everyone used to the kids just play in the the room with all the the, the toys and that what they call them i don't know i thought suppose it's ps4 now and that but whatever <laughs> we had in those days back in the day um yeah so that it, it, apart from that you're playing football so you tend not to have that um you know sort of like i, I never used to anyway i've always been away i started off a slow contract and then ended up in leicester and then end up in London. So you're always miles away from the family. So I suppose you sacrifice yeah. that miss, you miss all those things. Um, you know, having had them so you sort of teen years and then you 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 move away. So you miss
3: couple more from me now i'm sort of leading you on this one because the responses that we've had to this question today have been <laughs> quite intriguing okay now is there a player previously or currently that is as mad as a box of frogs that you played with or alongside
4: any of the goalkeepers of course that's standard um yeah um mad as, oh god Obviously, he finally let me now. So um, we used to call Madders a bit mad sometimes. Dead Madden. because like he could get like focused and he he, like, he was driven, and like would just go, go through a few <laughs> people in tackles and things like that. And you have to look at him and say, Madders calm down." <laughs> so, so we used to call him Mad Madders But um, Jeff Hopkins was could be a bit naughty yeah. on his on his bad day. Yeah, he's um, you know, had uh, you know, a few waver tackles. Uh, Mark Tennis was, was 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 funny but mad. He was mad.
3: Uh, okay. Well, what about the funniest player? As you as you mentioned, Dennis said, what about funniest player? Anybody that stands out in your career?
4: Um, Colin is very funny, very very funny. And um, it's one of those where I didn't li- I didn't used to like him when I played against him because he had too much to say. That's that's coming from me as well. So <laughs> he had a bit too much of me writing and I and we used to get on with him, to be honest. And then when I moved to Sheffield I thought, I'm not sure I'm going to like him. But ended up absolutely loving him, loving him to death, one of the funniest people. And sometimes he wasn't trying to be funny. And that's, then the, that's the funniest then, when they're not trying to be funny. And um, he had this suit on one day, right? Come in, I don't know where he had it from. He had zips all over it. And then I come walking through the door and they all went, Bry, Bry, have a look at C's suit. And I, I looked at it. He stood up, turned around, and I went, whoa, see, nouveau riche. And he went, thanks very much, Bry." <laughs> 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 I don't know what it means, Bri, but it sounds impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, he Oh, he was hilarious. Um, in our changing room, I would have to say righty. Righty is the kind, it's very difficult to... It's funny every day really just say something funny every day um char- charisma i suppose charisma personality they all go together with to the funny thing i think so i'd have to say right just for just millions of reasons really of, over the years of the things he's said and done there's one i could I, I just couldn't tell you because the kids, and also it's Christmas.
0: Well, tell us anyway. We can always edit. We can always edit. I said, no, I couldn't. Honestly, it was. It, it is.
4: Um, it's an awkward. It's an awkward one. He'd go oh. mad as well. He would definitely go <laughs>
3: mad at me.
1: I'll
4: save. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll save it one day, in case I do a, a book.
3: Yeah, do it. That would be amazing. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, on, on that sort of topic, really, I suppose you've got to tiptoe around it a little bit. But, I mean, obviously, back in, back in your day, it was perhaps a little bit different about, you know, players, shall we say, getting indulged in sort of festivities during the season. Many people, obviously, were as professional then as they were today. But it was uh, it was more common that someone might overindulge. you ever play with anyone who overindulged in that festive period? <laughs>
4: I mean, I'll tell you what used to happen. We used to have a, like a, a, a little bottle and those little curvy bottles of whiskey. And the older players kind of used to have a little shot in a plastic cup or something, a little nip before they went out. And he said, you know, just, you know, get you riding and up, get you going. I mean, that was kind of like, I suppose that was Jimmy Cannon and Woody or something. Yeah. Um, so I think a couple of players tried that and I, th- I think Wright kind of put some coke in it was because he didn't like the sharp taste of it. So he went, he went out. And I think like I think the manager thought he was half cut. So he said, couple said, "That's it, end of the end of the end of the, the whiskey thing. We're not doing that anymore." So um, yeah, so we put pay to that one. I'm not sure where we were playing. been an the away or something. I think Wright said he had double vision. My have been watching. Uh-huh. Um, no I, I don't think like a professional at Christmas Um, there's always the odd play remember everyone had, everyone had one guy who was slightly overweight, than they but the, the way that the team was structured and the way that we played as a team, we couldn't carry anybody who wasn't fit, so everyone was lean, mean, and sort of um, and mobile so I, 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 I have to say not really I don't know if some of the other boys have come up with anything i't I can't think of anyone who was you know. No, funny
3: enough, no, I I think ships was the closest. Neil Shipley, who talked oh, about, and the Harry. Besson. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't
4: play with ships, but the boys <laughs> said ships was brilliant. So it was absolutely hilarious.
3: Yeah,
4: nice and to top, um, top, I remember f- I phoned in for. Um, I was organising this charity event um, against a celebrity team to give us some, a, a charitable status um, for the foundation, whatever, whatever it was, so we could get donations. So I organised this game, and to be honest, to be fair to all the ex-players, everybody turned up. I think there was only maybe one. One or two didn't turn up. Everybody's, and we had so many that it was just, you know, it's too many. Because I yes. said, right, right, I'll invite all these players, and I phoned Ships and and uh, and I said, Ships, bright, how are you doing? Yeah, God, mate, you're all right. Yeah, Ships, I'm organising this game. It's like a charity game. It's going to be against a celebrity team. It's going to be at Salhurst. I've got, and I've just named like say six or seven players. They've all agreed to play. This is the day. Can you do for me? Can you can you can you play, Ships? He goes, Bray, if you can p- find a pair of shorts big enough. <laughs> and a shirt big enough, I'll play. <laughs> and until I saw him on the day, you know, I didn't understand. I went, "Oh, yeah, we'll get you something. Don't worry, chef. we'll get you something." And then he came in on the day, we were all laughing. I mean, him and him and Andy Gray were really funny. Were really funny in that game. <laughs>
3: superb no, he's, he's, he's still talking now about getting a black cab big enough for himself so he can take the knowledge and, and become a cabbie so <laughs> <laughs> bless him um, alright mate listen we, we, we'll, we'll leave it there but what I want to do is uh, give you an opportunity to, to give a, a, a Christmas message to the Palace fans as well we've giving everyone, everyone a chance to do that and, and then we'll let you go yeah listen
4: I want to wish the fans a, a, a Merry Christmas and a, a prosperous new year um, you know take care of your loved ones keep everyone around you nice and nice and close, have a great time, and, and on the football in front, just just keep the faith, I know we say it all the time, and, and I have to say that, the period when me, since I came back to the club, the fans have been absolutely amazing, they really have, and everybody compliments me or us as a team, when you travel places, on how good the fans have been, and how good they were last year, and they kept us up, and they're doing, they're doing exactly the same this year as well, it's not been easy, it's not been easy watching the team at the bottom of the league, but you know what, the boys take inspiration from it. They do. They, I think they appreciate it. They really do. The the fans back them all the time. Um, so I just want to say, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to everybody, and um, we'll
3: get better. Love it. Always oh, well, a pleasure talking to you, bro. Do take care. Yeah, mate. no worries. Sorry it took so long.
4: <laughs> no, no Have a at good time, time mate. I mean, I mean, I mean, listen, do this time next year and speak to me again. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Cheers, mate. Very awesome. Take care, boys. Have a good day. Oh, Thank you. I <laughs> See you tomorrow.
1: And that wraps up another episode of the Ho 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 Homestale Radio Podcast. calendar. Make sure you like and share to help us raise funds for the Palace for Life Foundation. I can't do it all myself, you lazy See you tomorrow.
3: It's the 90th minute.
0: terms and conditions apply 5 years or 100,000 miles whichever comes first
2: ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology driver's responsibility to stay alert drive safely and control vehicle at all times
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network Talk Sport powered by fans